As the embattled telco giant Optus struggles to restore its smashed reputation after Wednesday's nationwide outage, it's pushing back on pressure to financially compensate customers who were left in the dark. Instead of pressure to stump up with cash, Optus is offering free data to appease its 10 million customers. But is that going to fly, given the public anger over the outage? I'm joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, just explain what Optus is offering in the hope of restoring faith with customers. Well, uh, good morning, Brendan. Well, uh, yeah, those apologies from Optus Chief Executive Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin have been running thick and fast in the face of intense criticism about the telco's handling of the outage, described as a clown show by Andrew McKellar from the Chamber of Commerce and Industry, who says businesses need to be properly compensated. So... Now, instead of cash, from Monday, Optus postpaid customers will get 200 gigabytes of extra data and prepaid customers will get unlimited data on weekend to acknowledge, quote, patience and loyalty that seem to be worth around about $100 per customer. This is uh, being seen as just a bit of a gesture in the face of rising pressure from not just customers, but regulators and the small business lobby. They're talking about potentially billions of dollars in compensation. Also, a federal government investigation announced yesterday and a Senate inquiry about to kick off. Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin told me, though, that extra data was of greater value to customers rather than them being compensated with a few dollars for a single day. Look, all I can say is that we understand and we're deeply sorry. We know how important it is for our customers to be connected and that's why we've put in place uh, this thank you for our customers where we really want to give them something that they will value that demonstrates how much we care, how sorry we are. So that's uh, that 200 gigabytes of extra data and unlimited data on weekends until the end of the year. But is that a replacement for any compensation or refunds? Peter, we were really, really focused on doing something that thanked our customers for their patience and that recognised that this impact was something we didn't want. We tried to go for something that was of much greater value than simply refunding people for one day of their service. We didn't think that that was enough. Governments in South Australia and Victoria and elsewhere have expressed their concern at the outage. What have you had to do to reassure them, given the risk that they might break their contracts and go to another telco? We're very, very apologetic of what happened yesterday. We are talking to all of our customers. We're working closely with them. What happened is an extremely rare occurrence and we are committed to making sure that it remains that way. The Optus uh, brand has been damaged through this affair over the last 36 hours. Do do you still have the support of Optus's parent company, uh, Singtel, given that the Optus board has been in town? Singtel is a fantastic shareholder of Optus. They're very experienced in telecommunications and they understand that while it's deeply unfortunate, outages do happen. But uh, no, no one from Singtel's asked you to step aside. You haven't thought about resigning at all? I, I think we were out of time. I'm so sorry. Right. I hope that that was helpful. Right, that was the Optus Chief Executive, Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin, there speaking with our own Peter Ryan. Peter, just listening there, it seems like the Optus CEO is under a lot of pressure. What's her chances of surviving in the role? Well, to be fair, Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin has uh, fronted up with interviews and briefings, as she did there 
with me and, and also as she did during the cyber attack this time last year with her key messages and apologies ready to go. She maintains, as you heard then, that she still has the support of Optus's parent, Singtel. And, and yesterday, as you heard then as well, when I asked if she wanted to resign or considered resigning, uh, one of her media operatives intervened in the interview and shut the interview down uh, before the allotted time was up. So I thought that was important to include that there. But just on the cause of the outage, it's still unclear. A statement from Optus now points to a network event, they're calling it, that uh, triggered a cascading failure. But the reality here is that the risk of an outage is ever-present for all companies and including banks. And uh, I, I spoke yesterday with the National Australia Bank uh, Chief Executive uh, Ross McEwen and the National Australia Bank have been pumping a lot of money into their systems to ensure that they're stable. But he told me that given the ever-present risk, you can really never rest easy. It's like any business. We need to make sure that we're very resilient to these changes. Um, just like Optus, we have to make sure we're spending a lot of money actually keeping these systems up. But unfortunately, these things do happen. When you heard the news, did you sort of have there for the grace of God go I moment? Well, we are investing back into our business $1.4 billion a year on uh, our strengthening our technology, but you can never rest easy as you put your head on the pillow at night as the CEO. You know, unfortunately, these things do happen. Yeah, National Australia Bank Chief Executive Ross McEwen there speaking with Peter Ryan. Uh, just finally, Peter, it has been a big week for anyone with a big mortgage after the Reserve Bank hiked interest rates again on Tuesday. And we'll get an update later this morning on the health of the economy and the direction of rates. Yeah, uh, Brendan, that was the 13th rate rise uh, since May last year that we saw on Tuesday, up from near zero, which is pretty amazing when you think about it, up to 4.35%. The message from Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock is that there is a risk that inflation will stay higher for longer. So she's worried that inflation's not falling fast enough back towards the Reserve Bank's target band of 2 to 3%, and they want it to be back there by uh, the end of 2025. So this morning, I'll be going up to the Reserve Bank headquarters in Sydney's Martin Place for a media lockup. We'll be reading the quarterly statement on monetary policy. This gives us an update on the Reserve Bank's views on the economy, updates on uh, GDP growth, unemployment, inflation and wages. So these are all factors that will go into uh, clues as to whether we'll see a follow-up rate hike in December. Money market's seeing uh, about a 40% chance of that at the moment, but most economists think February is looking possible given in the lead-up we'll see the most recent quarterly inflation update at the end of January. So a bit of way to go. We'll see what happens. Uh, Peter Ryan, thanks very much for your time today. Thank you. That's the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan.